Thank you for joining us on the RP Experience. I'm your host, Andrew Regenhard, and we have one of our preferred partners, Eric Solomon with Legacy Title, and one of our top producing agents, Joe Pavich Jr. with Realty World, Jay Pavich Real Estate. We're super excited to have you both on here. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Andrew. All right. Well, today we're going to be talking uh, a lot about real estate, title, and everything in between. So, um, Eric, if you don't mind, start us off and uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Uh, I'm originally from New York. I am married. I have two uh, adult children, both in college at this point. Two dogs, three cats, <laughs> lovely house, slight menagerie going on here in Naples. Love it. Love it. And uh, when did you move down to Naples? I came down to Naples in 2002. Why? You know, it's a great question. Uh, my wife and I both talked about going somewhere warmer uh, as uh, the kids were as the kids were early enough before they got involved in school, yep. we decided to make the move. Yeah, yeah, yeah for it, sure. It just kind of worked itself out. Well, it's a beautiful area. so We love it here. I got pushed down here from family, and I'm so glad and blessed I am because it's a, an area that I, I don't think I could live without now, now that, now that I'm experiencing it. And you say your kids are off in college now? Both my boys are in college. My oh. older boy is graduating this year from Florida Southern, and my younger son is in uh, Stetson University in DeLand. Awesome. Are they going to inspire to do title like you, or what are they going to do? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> ask me that question again in about 10 years. <laughs> Love it. All right. Now, um, obviously appreciate you being a, a preferred partner with Real Producers, and uh, you actually brought on Joe Pavich. Um, few people know about your name here in town. And so, Joe, uh, if you don't mind, give the listeners a little update on who Joe is. Sounds great. So my name is Joe Pavich, Jr., I was born and raised in Calumet City, Illinois, and um, every year, you know, for summer vacations and things like that, we'd come down to Florida. My grandparents, my uncles lived down here, so we'd come down for the summers and hang out in Florida, and I got to know Florida very well, and my parents had always said, we're going to move to Florida one day, and when they say that, you kind of chuckle and go, yeah, yeah, sure, right, whatever. (laughs) They say that when it starts to snow, <laughs> and then when it starts to get nice out, it's, it's kind of forgotten about. But um, I remember sixth grade, seventh grade, you know, going into that summer, um, su- summer break, my mom and dad said, next year we're going to do this. And, man, they weren't kidding. I mean, next thing you know, they, you know they, we started looking at schools down here and everything else and uh, made the move. And we moved here in 1989. And the population was 800 in Estero, <laughs> 800. Yeah, it was, it was. Insane. Hasn't changed at all, right? <laughs> uh, I think it's 810 right, <laughs> right now. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> barely. But it was really cool back then. There was just not a whole lot going on. I wish I would have taken a lot of videos and pictures of what the area looked like because right. it was just nothing but a, a two-lane road and, yeah. and just um, trees and cows and, and just nothing. As a matter of fact, the first, um, the closest gas station was about 10 minutes away. The, and we had to go to, uh, like, for, for example, order Papa John's Pizza or, or Domino's Pizza or one of those pizzerias. They wouldn't even bring it to our house. We had to drive to, like, San Carlos Park, and they would meet us halfway to, to deliver pizza, which, which is insane. Wow. Um, blockbuster video, <laughs> like, rent a video. It was yeah. all the way down almost by Edison Mall, Fort Myers. <laughs> oh, it was, my gosh. It's changed so much. But I'm glad we're here. I mean, I got three kids. Uh, Joey, he's 11 years old. Uh, Juliana's nine and Jacob's six. Um, Jacob would probably say he's seven because his birthday's in a, in, 
in a month and he'll, he'll, <laughs> he'll say, dad, you know, my birthday's in 30, you know, 27 days, two hours and four minutes or something. He knows he's like, he can't <laughs> wait, you know? It's um, funny. We're all hoping we could get younger, right? Yeah. Or turn back the time yeah, and they're, exactly. they're turning it forward. But it's cool though. I, the, the kids are phenomenal. I mean, I, 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 I do work hard and everything else, but um, I, I'll pass up a, a showing for you know a baseball game any day of the week you know I've built a good a good team now so I can I can be a dad and, and be around and and not miss anything so it's great love that I love that well Eric let's uh let's dive in a little bit about your business obviously with uh, legacy title can you give us an, a brief overview of legacy title sure uh, we are a full service title company uh, originally established in 2008 as an offshoot of my law office uh, been in business ever since uh, trying to think what else to tell you <laughs> title business is not all that exciting <laughs> it's not that sexy right? it's it's not that sexy we we take a very very proactive approach to dealing with our uh, buyers and sellers and and certainly our agent partners who are our lifeblood so to speak mm-hmm. and uh, we pride ourselves on being not only timely and responsive, but being available when, when the time uh, is needed. Joe obviously uses you for everything, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to let Joe answer that question, but we do a lot of business with Jay Pavich Real Estate, something that we're very proud of. I love Thanks, that. Thanks, Eric. Um, so, Eric, uh, tell me, you know, we, we kind of made a joke uh, that uh, title is not the sexiest. So give us a quick overview of what a, a day in the life looks like uh, for you running uh, Legacy Title. Uh, that's, that's a great question. I'm not even sure how to answer that. Uh, a typical day in my life starts at about 5 o'clock in the morning where I'll, I'll check to see what emails have come in overnight. And I will start replying to those emails and I'll try to adjust my day accordingly. Uh, Every day that I get up, I have a plan. And usually about five minutes later, that plan is completely (laughs) changed. So uh, it's it's a little bit of a moving target on a a day-to-day basis. Uh, But my role over the years, uh, like Joe, I've been very fortunate to put a great team of people around me. And that team handles a lot of my day-to-day operations, which frees me up to oversee everything that's going on and to kind of get a a view from above, so to speak. And I can jump in where it's needed and where it's not needed. I can let my staff just go ahead and, and take everything from literally from A to Z. Awesome. Now, do you make it a little bit more exciting by bringing your dogs into the office? I, I'm, <laughs> I may on occasion bring my, my dogs to the office. They are living teddy bears. Uh, they truly are. Uh, what kind are they for the listeners? Th- th- for, for the listeners, I have a brother and sister combination Bernadoodles. Okay. So they're half Bernese Mountain Dog, half Poodle. And mm-hmm. they will be three at the end of the month. So Joey and uh, Arnie and Mabel can all get together for a little birthday party. Love it. Love it. If you guys didn't see it in the latest issue, uh, we had photos of them and, and whatnot. Uh, they're adorable. So, uh, Joe, get us up to speed. You've uh, obviously created a big name um, uh, within the Southwest Florida area, um, even uh, in regards to, to maybe some commercials and different things that we're going to talk about a little bit later. But can, uh, can you get the listeners up to speed on where um, and how you got into real estate? Sure. Thanks, Andrew. So, 
I worked at Enterprise Rent-A-Car, and I would say from 94 to 97 or 98. And you know, every morning I'd wake up, my dad would say, hey, Joe, get your real estate license and, and come work with me. That sounded horrible at the time. I mean, I thought, geez, you know, early 20s, you know, sitting in open houses. I mean, nobody did real estate then. So I thought, that doesn't sound good at all. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he just kept over time, hey, Joe, come work with me and everything else. And I just, it never really clicked. And one day I woke up and I think I was starting to feel like maybe that was the right move for me. And I, I, I got my license and uh, didn't, it wasn't e- quite that easy. I mean, to get your license is quite the process. But I remember studying for the test and getting my license. And, and then I put my resignation in with Enterprise. And at the time, they were like, Joe, you're going to get into real estate? Like, that's a whole, who's doing real estate? No one's right. selling homes down here. So we actually, I'm, I'm proud to say this, and I always joke around and tell people that we really started off as kids because we really were. And there was probably 25 realtors, maybe 30 in the whole area. So me, my mom, my dad, and my brother, we all, you know, the three of us got our license together, and my dad already had his. But it's kind of cool because it was like just four out of 30 agents just – Trying to figure it out. At you know? five, I mean, you're, you're a fifth, you know, a sixth of, yeah. of all the agents. Yeah. There you go. So it was really cool, though. You know, and I remember back when I started, I went to the office every morning. I had a bunch of business cards in my pocket. I'd go to Publix for lunch, try to pass out cards. People would come by, look in the window. I'd walk out inside and greet them and give them my card. And I, and I started developing a name for myself, you know. When I first started, though, I, I was always, my dad was always giving me business, you know, when I first started. So mm-hmm. for me, I wanted to be able to kind of create my own brand and, and start like getting business myself. And right. and that does take a while because in real estate, it doesn't just happen overnight. It, it's, it takes a lot of time. So, you know, it's now I have 20 plus years in the business and it's pretty cool. You know, I've seen it, the area grow so much and it's really cool because when I'm talking to buyers or sellers, you know, I, I think back of what the area was like then you know, mm-hmm. if they're looking at a community, I, I remember seeing it built. Right. I remember seeing the community before that built and the one before that. And they, they typically will get better over time. So it's really cool because you not only learn them from, right. from just how they are now, but you learned them when they were built, which mm-hmm. is really cool because we had nothing to sell in the 90s. There was nothing to do. There was a few different communities, and that was it. So obviously you guys have a great relationship and properly – uh, probably uh, consider each other family in the sense on how much you guys talk and, and do business together. So how did you guys meet? How did we meet, Joe? Well, that <laughs> that's a good question. So um, Eric Solomon was was working with, I, I'd never worked with Eric before, okay? this I always seen his name out there and I always thought, that's, you know, seems like a nice guy. I mean, I've seen him on the opposite ends of transactions in the past, but I thought, you know, I like working with Eric. So I remember specifically we were doing a transaction in Miramar Lakes and I, yeah, not naming names, not naming names. So I remember emailing Eric at about 1030 at night and, not, and figuring he may not even respond at all. He responded at about 1031. I responded back at about 1032. And I said, you know, I love this guy. He's just always available for me. And it's, it's really been that way ever since. So thank you, Eric, because he he does respond right away. I, I swear he must not sleep because I email him at, at midnight. He responds and I email him at five in the morning and he responds quickly. So that's why we started working together. And I said, Eric, we got to go grab a coffee or lunch or something because you're, you're my kind of guy. We, mm-hmm. we can work together real well. So yeah, it's been this way for how long? I don't know. It's seven, ten years. eight, ten. Yeah, yeah. It might, I think it's 
Probably ten closer years. to 10 years yeah. already. A uh, long, long time. You had mentioned earlier, or asked Joe earlier, what surprises you? What surprises me about the business is when people email me at midnight or three in the morning, when I reply, <laughs> and then I usually get the, the reply to my reply, what are you doing up? <laughs> um, and my reply is always, why are you emailing me if you didn't want an answer? <laughs> so yeah. it, it, it's interesting uh, how the business tends to unfold. Uh, Joe also hit on another point where it's like it, it, you can have a week that looks like it's going to be incredibly slow and it changes on a dime. It literally will become the busiest week ever, o- literally overnight. It's just crazy how the business flows that way. And for me, one of the things I find very interesting is how uh, closings seem to always be stacked up on the 15th and the 30th. <laughs> so we had have 40 closings a month. 25 of them are on the 30th. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, you just have to work through it. There is so much work involved, though, Eric. I mean, you know, you think, hey, Eric must just take the the contract and and just, you know, close out the file and it's it's done. Like, (laughs) they do so much work. (laughs) You mean it's not that easy, Eric? It's not quite that easy. Almost, if you ask some people. Uh, But, no, it's not quite that easy. But it is a manageable process when you plan. And the way we like to operate in the office is to really do our homework day one. So to piggyback on that, uh, what would be the best advice you'd give to a realtor in regards to title policies and procedures? The best advice I could give to a realtor is to do your homework up front. In other words, you take a listing from someone Do you really know who your seller is? Have you looked at uh, the last deed of record? Have you pulled that information? Do you know what you're dealing with? You can identify a lot of potential issues right out of the gate by just doing a little bit of homework, checking a tax record, checking property appraiser record. The whole process might just take five minutes, uh, but you will save yourself potentially a world of hurt later on. So the, the more time you can give yourself to iron out the wrinkles, uh, for lack of a better way to put it, the better off you're going to be. Love it. What about you, Joe? That's a great question. Um, I would say that as a real estate agent, you know, put the client's interests first and don't put your commissions first on anything. Mm-hmm. You, know, you want to make sure that they're happy. And I think if you focus on that, it's, it's less stressful for everybody, really, because it's all about the customer. And that's just kind of something I've always done, and I've told customers over the years, it's not about what we get paid on, on a certain transaction. It's about making sure you get the home you want, or you get the number you want, you get the timing that you want. It, it's all about them. So I'd say advice to realtors is put the customer first. When will you know you made it? That's a great question. I don't think you ever really will. I've, I feel like I've never... I, I set goals along the way, mm-hmm. but then my goals got higher. Mm-hmm. I said, I wanted to sell X and then, you know, Y mm-hmm. and then, you know, and then you say, well, I, I want to sell more and more. So I don't think you ever will. Right. I, I have to piggyback on Joe's sentiment. <laughs> I don't think egotistically I will ever say to myself, I've made it. Right. There's always more to do. There's always another rung to climb. And I think the moment 
that I don't see that road ahead of me. It's the moment I should retire. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. I remember when I was younger, I first started the business. And there was a couple of realtors out there that were really, you know, selling a lot of homes. And I said, oh, when I sell as much as them, I won't even, I'll, that'll be it. I'll be happy forever with what they're doing. And you kind of get there and go, God, I was expecting it to be more. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and then you set another goal. And when you get there, you say, oh, wow, that's it. Like, I was, I was kind of hoping there would be, like, some mm -hmm. fireworks that went off right, or something right. like that. But Climax um, wasn't that good, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I think the perspective changes from when you're younger to when you get more seasoned in the business. You, you had mentioned earlier about putting the client first, and it's not about the money. And from a career perspective, I concur with that wholeheartedly because it's not whether I make a dollar a year or $10 a year or $100 a year. That's not the motivator. Yeah. The motivator is the work. It is the relationships that you build with, with the, the realtors, the buyers, the sellers, the lenders, who all the people in the process, the relationships, meeting you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all it's all part of that reward. It is. So I, I, I am, you're continually pulling forward to see what the next little nugget's going to be down the road. Mm -hmm. And every day changes. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're Absolutely. all of our days, I guess, you know, we're not uh, line workers, you know, doing the, the same thing every day. It's, it's constantly changing. But Andrew, to add on to that comment though, I think as my kids get in the business, cause I feel like I got a couple, uh, couple realtors in the making i we, we 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 talk a lot and we joke a lot and i always ask my kids questions in regards to real estate and they always kind of answer it like kind of correctly hey joey what do you think the value of this home might be and you know he might rattle off a number which he doesn't know square footage and price for square foot and finishes obviously he's 11 but sometimes he'll throw a number out there i'm like you don't require that yet Joe? that's a pretty good guess. <laughs> that's a pretty good guess so for me i think I might feel a lot better when I, when I have them in the business and I can let them just go and do their things. And I think at that point, maybe I'll be like, Hey, I got it. I did it. So you know? that would lead to the next question. Are you looking forward to retiring? Are you ever going to retire? I don't think you ever, do you ever really so. retire? I, I mean, don't think so. First of all, if you know, when people retire, they play golf every day and fish every mm -hmm. day. Eric, we played golf 50 times. I mean, the Easily. idea of doing that, sounds horrible to me <laughs> right <laughs> so I'd, I'd almost rather take buyers out That's here and you there. see me play <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think for me uh, you know you, even if you retire you're still probably going to get a call from a customer and and just take them and, and right. stuff so, you know like my dad you know he's you know he he just loves what he does and I think he might feel like he's made it as well because now we're in the business and we're doing our own thing so mm -hmm. I think it's almost like training wheels and you get the kids you know sort of and Eric, you're obviously getting to that level now where, you know, where they're, they're kind of off doing their own things and are, and are moving in the right path. I think you start to really look at yourself and go, you know, I did make it. Maybe not financially or, or you know, I, I, I sold more than I could ever sell. But I think it's just to the point where your kids are just, well, they're off and doing things that they're happy with. You, you know? can see the legacy. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> Pun no, intended. No. Hey. Oh, he's got it. He was waiting I, for that I, one, guys. I, I actually didn't even think of that. But you, you, the product of the years of sacrifice, you start to see it in the rear view. So yeah, I, I can understand where you're coming from yeah. with that. 
All right. If I remember the story correctly, Joe, um, you went against your father in the sense of advertisement, right? Um, and uh, you went above and beyond probably what he would recommend or suggest. So tell us a little bit about your view on advertisement. Uh, you have billboards, commercials, um, maybe which one's the first one, which one's your favorite, nice. you know, and, uh, which one do you, did you maybe like to create as well? Well, that's a deep question, Andrew. Mm -hmm. That's, uh, that's, that's great. Well, you know, my dad, obviously, and, and my mom and brother, you know, we're, we just love each other so much and we, we just do such different things. They have areas that they specialize that I don't even go near mm -hmm. and it's kind of the same thing. Um, I guess I was always afraid of, of not being able to do it myself you know, not being able to, to, to sell homes right. and, and be able to get my own name. Because, you know, when you have the same exact name as your dad, you know, you just, and you love that because my dad is, you know, is the greatest guy in the whole, in the whole world. There's not one person I've ever said in my whole life that, oh, your dad wasn't a great guy. Right. So for me, I just wanted to get my own name. Mm -hmm. And, and at some point my son might say, hey, dad, you know, I, you know, I want to sell more than you. And, right. and, that's really kind of not a big deal, and I, and I can beat that. You know what I mean? And and obviously, I would say probably about twelve or thirteen years ago, we were you know we would all market. Actually, probably fifteen or sixteen years ago, we would we would work together as a family team. My mom, my dad, my brother, and I, and you know we just we would talk about a website, and you know it isn't like you can just make your own decision up. Right. You have to go, mom. What do you think, dad? What do you think, Jay? What do you think? And you. You'd be looking at this website going, I don't know if I like it. And you start to kind of analyze it. And, and I said, you know, guys, I'm going to start maybe doing my own branding. Is that cool? And they were like, yeah, great. And at that time was good too, because my brother, you know, create, you know, kind of went off and started doing his own thing. And then I did my own thing. And then my mom and dad work is they are a team, the two of them. So it actually worked out great because it was like, yeah, guys, go, go do your thing. And, 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 you know, so we still see each other in the office. It's still, it's, you know, we, we talk every single day and we get together as much as possible. So we're, we're awesome family. And uh, it's cool because we don't bump into each other on a listing appointment or something. We just, you know, if it's in our areas, we just give them to each other and, and kind of go from there. So there's a kind of an unwritten um, saying in real estate that realtors will take every money they make and reinvest it into marketing and advertisement sure. is that, something you'd suggest and what's kind of your, your take on advertisement. Um, it should be, it really should be. There should be a percentage. Um, I, when I first started, it was, it was like down to a percentage and, and now over time you just kind of know what works. So when I was, when I first started, I spent money on everything. Andrew, you know, Eric, a, a new magazine would come out and I would say, got to do it. They would say, we could have a half a page open. I'd say, no, I want a full page. Mm -hmm. And then I would, I, I would sign up for a year and then someone else and then something else came up and I was like trying everything to learn everything. Now I just know what works and, and how it works and everything else. So it's, it's fun for me now. It's, it's, it's much different, but right. you know, you want to keep doing that. Like there are there over the years I've been marketing like I have been now for a long, long time. There were times I wanted to stop, you know, because you're slower and, but you kind of like scared. Like if I stop, if I stop it, that people might not know who I am and that name might not be as po powerful as it maybe could be. So I was always afraid to stop really. Does marketing help you today or does it help you down the road? Good question. Good question. Um, down the road. Right. Yeah. Right. So if times are good right now, you know, you're planning for the worse and, yeah. and vice versa. I don't expect phone calls. 
you know, I think a lot of old school agents, you know, might, they, they do something and they expect the phone to ring. And if it doesn't ring, it doesn't work. That's not the case. You know, it takes time, right? You know, it's, it just takes time to start to get those calls to come in. It's almost like nowadays when I'm talking to someone, I ask them where they've seen me and they like chuckle and they go, well, you know, <laughs> uh, well, I've seen you here, here that, you know, my friends said something about you or, so it's kind of cool because it does become a, a bit of a snowball, but all right, we uh, you guys work pretty hard. Um, I w- was already talking with you, Eric, that you're you're excited to get out to the mountains and and whatnot. Sure. So, uh, what kind of vacations you both have planned uh, coming up here? Well, for me, I am headed skiing out to Steamboat, Colorado, in the middle of December. I'm very excited since we missed last year's trip due to uh, the COVID mm-hmm. lockdowns. So that's that's on my immediate horizon right now. Excited. And I had mentioned to you earlier, I'm looking forward to trying to plan a couple of shorter trips uh, for January, February, and March. That's awesome. Love it. Joe? Well, we just got back from New York, and that was great. That was very relaxing. Went for a couple of days, last minute, which is cool. How I was like, it? I like last minute trips. Mm-hmm. It was great. Good. I really enjoyed it. Wasn't it wasn't too locked down, no, crazy? No, no not at all. Good. And then we're going skiing in February, going okay. to Vail. Every year we, we go to Vail or somewhere. Awesome. We've been every year we say we're going to go somewhere different. And then we're like, oh, but just Vail is so easy. We just know it. We just know it very well. Yeah. So it's cool now because the kids are in, you know, they, they go skiing with us. Um, Joey and I picked up snowboarding last year, which is. Yeah. Really cool. You ever, well, you snowboard, I, right? I, no, I've never you snowboarded. I, I keep saying that I'm going to try, uh, but I, <laughs> I haven't yeah. made the, uh, taken the leaps. So I'm the speak. snowboarder. Oh, yeah. I've never, st- I've dabbled on a ski once, but yeah. Was, I don't know. It was hard enough to get on skis. So now so that I've got that. Controlling two is hard. For me, I just control one. It's a lot easier. <laughs> so almost my, my whole life, I was big into skateboarding. Oh, yeah. And and, um, and I still dabble a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But Tell it's me. funny because uh, I thought snowboarding, I should be able to be pretty good at snowboarding. So yeah. the last time I went to uh, to Vail, I said, Joey, what do, you, what do you think? Do you want to try snowboarding? He's like, oh, dad, I, I was like, I, I was hoping you would say that. He's like, let's go. So we get on these snowboards, and it actually kind of did pretty good. So that's awesome. We'll see how I, I am this year because I'm now I'm a year older, and I'm a year I'm a year more, um, I guess more um, concerned. I'm going to hurt myself. We'll see if I'm, <laughs> I'm any better. But snowboarding is fun, and that's a great trip. I, I can't wait to go in February. Yeah, love it, guys. Um, <clears throat> well, we are running out of time, unfortunately. I know we could keep chatting and, and talking. Um, we have one last round that we end the podcast, and this is with our speed round. Um, so these are questions that neither one of you have ever heard. Um, they're would you rather's you can explain a little bit, but we'll kind of knock these out. There's only about uh, six or seven here. Okay. So start with Eric. All Let's right. Go. You guys, you guys can look at each other. Who's going to answer first. Would you rather never be able to drink water again or only be able to drink water again? I'd rather oh. only to drink water again. I'd like to live. But like if you were living, you know, like if you could live and never have water, I, I drink a lot of water as it is. So yeah. I'm okay with it. I love water. Yeah, same like, I'm, 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 um, <laughs> would you <Yeah>. rather? <laughs> would you rather only be able to use a fork with no spoon, or only be able to use a spoon, no fork? Spoon, no fork. Why? Because you can pick liquid. <laughs> there, that's. I think that's bigger for me because at least I could like you know like I could pick up a piece of chicken. Yeah. I guess as long as so it's you cut. think. I don't know. <laughs> What about you, Harry? <laughs> go with my hands. <laughs> I know it wasn't an option. Yeah. I what? think I, I go with the fork. Okay. 
it's tough. It's a tough one. Uh, I mean, you could just use chopsticks, right? I was going to say, so. yeah. Uh, how good not, would be with that, but not happening. Would you rather have to read out loud every word you read or sing everything you say out loud? I'd like to be able to to uh, read every word I, I think out loud. So you'd have to, every single thing you read, you'd have to say out loud. You'd never be able to read in your head. It's kind of trippy. Versus singing? Versus singing. Versus singing? I'd rather yeah. read it. Okay. I think singing, if I could sing, I would love to sing. I would rather sing it. I think it would imprint it more in my memory. Yeah. However, those around me do not want me singing. Yeah, you wouldn't have probably have any friends, friends though. Anything. We'd still be your friends, Andrew. Thanks. But you'd I be singing it. to us all day. I would sing so much. Here's that guy singing again. Let's <laughs> <laughs> All right, movie movie guy here. Would you rather be a famous director or a famous actor? Ooh, that's a good one. Director. Why? Director. Well, he's he's he has a chance to manage the show. It's his show. That's true. And he's got to create that vision that he feels in his head. He's got to try to put it to life. You don't want to act as a as a person in the show. You want to create the show. Yeah. What about you, Eric? I'm definitely a director. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm behind the camera, not in front of it. <laughs> Love it. All right, last one. Would you rather be an Olympic gold medalist or a Nobel Peace Prize winner? Hmm. I think I'm going to go for an Olympic gold. Yeah, same here. I do, too. I don't know, being on that stage, like everything, the hype, all, all that work that leads up to that one moment. Yeah. But I guess you'd say that about... The Nobel Prize, too. Ah, that's Maybe tough. Maybe it depends on which discipline for Nobel Prize. That's true. Yeah, that's good. As always, Southwest Florida Real Producers, extremely thrilled to have you all on here, and we're pumped to bring Real Producers on air. So stay tuned for the next episode. Thanks, guys, for being on our podcast. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you. All right. Appreciate RP it. Experience out. Thank you.